Hi, I'm Jessica. And I'm Daniel, and you're listening to Now, That's What I Call a Throwback. A podcast filled with nostalgia, stories, and pop culture. Wait, did you remember to find someone to kiss at midnight? Uh, no. (laughs) 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 Oh, sad. (laughs) I'm sorry. Single again. (laughs) Back on the prowl. Hi everyone, welcome! (laughs) (laughs) This episode, we wanted to talk about goodbye 2019, hello 2020, it's New Year's, we're all excited, we want to talk about our resolutions for this upcoming year, fun and past New Year's Eve stories and parties, and just kind of wrap up our 2019. We hope you guys have had an okay year, I think uh, Daniel and I both have had an okay year, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not the best, but not the worst. We're still here. That's good. You can only go up from here, right? <laughs> I certainly hope. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I think to start out with, we should start about past New Year's Eve parties. So growing up, did your parents ever do anything? Um, did you ever have any like parties or anything? Well, no, not really. My parents always went to bed super early. Um, <laughs> I always went to bed super early. I think mm-hmm. one year we did do something at my nanny's house. I remember us having like a little hors d'oeuvre plate and I think we stayed up. Um, and I remember my nanny worked at the casinos and uh, I think they were always working New Year's oh, Eve. Oh, I'm sure. So, it's busy, yeah. Yeah. And she would always bring home, I'm assuming she just took them from work, uh, like the New Year's Eve like like top hats and like oh, little yeah. crowns and noisemakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she would always bring those home for us uh, the next day. But that was always really cute. But no, I wouldn't say a lot of parties and a lot of like New Year's celebration growing up. I remember being younger and like watching the ball drop by myself, mm. like in my room, because everyone else was sleeping, which- That's really funny. <laughs> which is kind of cool, like to do, yeah. it gives you a little bit of anxiety because it's like counting down and oh, there's all this cheering. You're just sitting it. quietly mm-hmm. in your room and you're just like, Ugh. Yeah. But no, that's pretty much it. What about you? Um, sort of the same. I remember a few years my parents would have friends over, um, but like you, I mean, being younger, you always fall asleep before midnight, I feel like, unless for some reason you, like, had a nap that day or something. Like, I would always fall asleep, but... I remember um, my parents would always let me, if, if I had friends that wanted to come over and like have a sleepover, like um, in elementary school, my best friend Casey would come over sometimes for New Year's and um, my parents would get us the like sparkling Welch's grape juice and, <laughs> you know, we would watch the, whatever that is, the Rockin' New Year's Eve, whatever it's called. Yeah. And, um... I don't think we'd ever make it to midnight, though. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no. kind of the same. Um, and I don't really think I did um, any parties or anything until college, so. Well, let's talk about those. Yeah, which I know that we talked about it in our going out episode about your New Year's Eve party, but I just thought it would yeah. be fun to mention it here. In case you haven't listened to that episode or um, in case you want to recap. <laughs> 
Yeah, basically, it was just a very crazy party. I think I was 20 because I'm pretty sure Sammy and I got my neighbor to go buy alcohol for the party. I really do think you were still underage, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think I was turning 21, like, that month. Like, I my birthday is in early January. Right. And so I think, I don't know, I think I was, like, right on the cusp. Yeah. And so, or no, maybe, no, maybe I'm lying because I bought the Everclear. <laughs> Um, oh, maybe you had, yeah. maybe you that was like I, your twenty first year. Yeah, clearly. So, um, I bought Everclear, which is if you don't know, like ninety nine percent alcohol. I didn't know any better. Okay, I just thought, uh-huh. hey, this could be fun, and I made punch for everyone, and everyone got so wasted. It was so an drunk. insane, insane, insane <laughs> party. I fell asleep like on the like the middle of the floor there are videos of crazy stuff happening there are people vomiting off my balcony like it was such a crazy night and you like ran in and hung out for a little while and then dipped out to go downtown and stole like all of our jello shots i know i well because at that point i think first off i think we came late to whenever it had started because it was already in full swing by the time we got there and then we had to leave by a certain point because we wanted to be downtown um <clears throat> at bebob's which is like the local gay bar for midnight because they always do like a balloon drop on the dance floor and like some of the balloons have like money in them and like the biggest prize mm. is like five hundred dollars so i was always like oh man we <laughs> we gotta be down there for that one with five hundred dollars maybe oh so like literally the balloons drop and then it's just a bunch of people popping balloons yeah to try and find I hate it. In them. yeah so um that's terrifying always, that they would always do that um so for a few years we went to that but i remember saying that we had to stop by your place first to you know because it was your party and your parties were always so much fun um and then when we were leaving i was like well you know what everybody's kind of drunk anyway oh like i could just take some of these jello shots and no one would know so <laughs> i ran back in and got some for the road but i really think at your party, I drank a whole bottle of champagne while we were there. Like You deserved it. Pre-gaming for downtown, because <laughs> I think that year I was trying to meet a guy downtown to kiss on mm. New Year's, and so I was, like, hella nervous. Um, so I think that's why I was... I think I you was... were sick that next day, too. Oh, yeah, I probably was, <laughs> because let's think... Yeah. Everclear, um, <laughs> Jello shots made champagne, God knows Jell-O what. Shots. Champagne, yeah. I was probably very hungover the next day, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's kind of what we have done um, throughout college and then like my early twenties, and then the last few years I've gone to um, the Order of Pan Mardi Gras ball, which if you're not familiar Mardi Gras is like a parading phenomenon that started in Mobile it's got popularized by New Orleans I think people have most people probably heard of it um but the first ball of the year well I was some people might not they they might not know what it is um but so parading societies and non-parading societies most of the time they have a Mardi Gras ball where they celebrate you know their organization so this one that we go to is Order of Pan um a lot of our friends are in it I know that I feel like you've gone more than one time, right? Or am I crazy? No, I only went once. Okay. I I don't know why I thought you had gone multiple times. Um, 
I think I've gone the last like five or six oh, years. Oh, well, wait. I went to a different Mardi Gras ball with you. That's probably what you're thinking of. Maybe so. I'm like, it all runs together because that time of year is kind of drunk. And, yeah, and I've all. only been to one pan ball. Okay. Um, but for the next foreseeable future until like Patrick gets out of the organization, I think I'll probably always go because I'm in an organization. So he and I switch tickets with each other. Um, so I always go to Pan and then obviously he and Booker always come to mine. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, they always have like a DJ. Um, and since they're a non-parading society, they do their parading during the ball. So each member comes out and like does like a little number and it's lots of fun um and then they do the specific like countdown thing just like everything else but um yeah it's a lot of fun i really enjoy it um and i like that it's it basically is always the first one to kick off the year for mardi gras for me um which i like because i always know i'm gonna have a good time so (laughs) i don't worry about it like because you know a lot of people put a lot of um emphasis on like new year's having to be like this huge thing like a new year and they make it into this big thing and so to to me it takes a lot of the pressure off for me because i know i'm gonna have a good time and i know that it's not gonna be something like where i'm freaking out about oh god i'll have to do this or i have to find someone to kiss or you know whatever so it's always yeah because i remember you were my new year's kiss that year yes i normally find like either like booker or patrick or since you came with me like you It's always a friend, because obviously, like, we live the single life, so... uh... Yes, me too. (laughs) So it's always a friend, which is totally fine. To me, I'd rather it be a friend, honestly, um, than somebody I might sort of be talking to, because obviously it's not serious at that point. So I would hate to have that ruined by someone that I sort of... You know what I mean? Like, sort of kind of yeah, talk to. Yeah, kind of then... like taint the new year. Yeah, yeah. So, I like that it's always one of my, like, closer friends. Yeah. Well, last year, I had, like, a pre-drinks kind of party. And oh. just had a bunch of people over. I had some appetizers. We played Mario Kart. And we were just kind of hung out before, like, going to the bar. And I freaking sliced my hand open making guacamole oh, for everyone. I was so pissed. Happy New Year's so to you. Pissed. Emergency trip. I know. <laughs> and then I... I this has gone this has been a running joke for the entire year zach brought this guy that he like must have just met like on grinder or something oh, i don't know see this is he, why like, i don't do that it, i know <laughs> but it wasn't like a romantic thing it was just like a guy he was talking to and like that guy didn't have anywhere to go so zach oh, was like oh okay. can i bring this guy like and i was like oh yeah totally whatever so his name was ira and oh. I could, for the longest time, couldn't remember that. And so I just That's called him Irma. That's a hard name Irma. to remember, Irma. <laughs> I called him Irma. Well, let me tell you, Irma was a flaming homosexual, which oh, is God. fine. Like, I, it's not, it just helps paint a picture. Um, so he comes in and gets foundation all over my couch. Oh, my like, God. Like, dug his face into my couch and just took half of it off it seemed like he also i just bought like this very 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 nice rug for my living room huge black stain on it from his shoes because there was mud outside and i was like fucking irma like what is wrong with you literally came in like a hurricane and like fucking ruined your shit oh my god and i texted zach uh a couple days ago and i was like oh are you gonna be in town for new year's like let's do something if you're here and he's like cool i'll tell irma and i'm like (laughs) fuck 
Irma. Fuck Irma. He's not coming. He's not allowed. I am still upset about that. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, setting spray, hello? <laughs> oh, I know. Let me help you the out, The Morphe one is great. <laughs> yeah, it's our favorite. Like, hello. <laughs> Bless his heart. Well, hopefully this year's will be better than last year's. I know I'm really excited to go to Pan this year. It's, um... Patrick is the emblem, so he is Pan this year. So I'm really excited to go and have him um, be Pan and get to wear the whole like costume and do the whole thing. Aww. So yeah, so I didn't even realize he was Pan. Yeah, so I really wish that you were still in town to come with me this yeah, year. But, I wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. This episode is going up. At, like we're pre-recording it. It's going up after New Year's Eve. So just. In case you're wondering what. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it is going up today. When you're listening, is New Year's Day, January first. But obviously, we have to record beforehand because we're both. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm gonna be (laughs) getting lit on New Year's Eve. So (laughs) I don't know. I will see. Honestly, I don't. But let's transition and talk more about um, New Year's. Kind of like our thoughts on resolutions at the New Year. Um, do you always make them? Do you keep them? Like, how do you feel about them? Um, I don't really know. I'm not one of those people that ever like writes down this set of resolutions and feels like some sort of responsibility to follow through with them. Because to me, I just, I don't know. I'm not really like a New Year's resolution kind of person. Like I'll, you know, I'll think of some and, you know, like make some like everybody else does, but I'm not, I'm never as like serious about them as I think other people are. Because to me, if I'm ready to start something, it doesn't have to be the beginning of a year. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It doesn't have to be the beginning of a new month or whatever. So I feel like if I'm ready to make a change, whenever that happens, I'm ready and I'm not going to wait for a new year to start it. So I mean, I don't know. I kind of make them, but I don't ever really put yeah. a lot of faith in them like other people do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I totally get it because I was always the same way. I fully believe that if you wanted to do something and you wanted to make a change in your life, you didn't need to wait until the new year. That is right. bizarre and crazy. Like, right. I think uh, so too. The whole concept is just lost on me. Um, I used to do this thing. Um, and I stopped doing it because life got sadder. Uh, but I would recap my accomplishments of the year around New mm. Year's and be like, these are all the things I did this year without making a resolution. And I yeah. think these are really cool. Um, maybe I'll bring that back. I like that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I make changes whenever. But for the purpose of this podcast, I did write some. So Yeah, me too. Same. I did too. You know what? I think a lot of people... For a lot of people, it's, you know, the last, like, few months of the year are kind of crazy because that's really when, like, holidays happen. So people overspend, they overeat, they overindulge in, like, everything. So I think for most people, the it's new like year. It's, like, natural. Yeah, it's just, like, natural because, like, at this point in the year, you're so burnt out after holiday season that you're ready to kind of start fresh and and do new things and get back into, like, a good routine. So I think that's probably why New Year's resolutions took off to begin with. Personally, that's how I feel. But I I think we both have the same feeling. But we wrote some anyway because (laughs) that's just who we are. So what are your resolutions? (laughs) 
And before I kind of go through them, I kind of thought it'd be fun to maybe like check in on them mm. six months down the line. I like and that. And mm-hmm. just see, like, we don't have to make like a dedicated episode about it, but just kind of check in and see if we're doing them or not and kind of talk about them and then yeah. revisit all of this. Yeah, because you know I have a problem with follow through, so that'll be good for oh, me. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote down four. Okay. Um, I wrote down four, too. Okay, great. Well, there we go. Um, oh, I, all I wrote down was yoga. <laughs> but I mean, that's what okay. I mean. So is... start yoga or start doing more yoga. Yeah. Well, I want, I have tried doing yoga on my own and I spent so long going to um, like university gyms and yeah. doing classes there. And I really, really like that where there's um, an instructor guiding you through it. It's I love a class environment. Like when thing. we took bar together, I think that's, that's why yes. your bar was so good for me. To, I'm the same way. Yeah, so you get it. It's just you're in a group and it's much more yeah it's much more about you're more motivated to go you're more motivated to have a good experience because like you try harder when you're in i feel well to me i feel like you try harder when you're in a class than when you're at home because when you're at home most of the time i find myself halfway through the workout sitting on the couch like watching them like okay i'm done but like you can't do that i mean well you could do that in a class but you probably shouldn't do that in a class (laughs) <laughs> yeah in grad school i took 8 a.m yoga three days yeah. a week and i remember that yeah oh yeah i would get out of bed in grad school and go to yoga at 8 a.m like i like, was who crazy. does that right you um, are <laughs> so yeah i just want to find a studio that i can go to yeah i love that that's a good resolution thanks um, one of mine is to just move more. So like walk more. I have a, I have a, I pay for a gym membership, um, but I never go and I've gone a few times, but for me, I think, um, I started listening to this other podcast, which is, I think it's called, we only look skinny, um, is what it's called. And it's like this couple who, um, just decided to make smaller choices, like better choices, but like smaller, better choices, instead of doing this whole new year's resolution, go gung ho, and then burn yourself out and stop. Um, Mm. and that kind of really resonated with me. So I was like, I, I want to start doing that. So what they would do is, you know, park farther back at the grocery store to have to walk through the parking lot farther. Um, or they would say, Oh, well the store that I want to go to is only half a mile away. I'm just going to walk instead of driving. Um, making smaller choices like that. So that's kind of one of my resolutions is to start, you know, at least go to the gym once a week and walk on the treadmill or, you know, take Snoopy for longer walks in the afternoon or, you know, just get up and move more. Um, to build up that, I guess, confidence in myself to, you know, get up and stop because my job is really, I sit all day long and then I come home and I sit and then I sleep and lay down in a bed. So just to get up and move my body more because we're getting older and I don't want to lose my opportunity while I'm younger to like fix my bad habits. So that's one of mine. It's not like a... Go, you know, go to the gym five times a week, but I feel like right, it's more no. um, just attainable. Moving. Yeah, just to slowly incorporate it until it becomes a habit. So, yeah, and that's all it is is starting small. Um, and one of my trainers even said that it's like, you know, we you do 
that generally you sit in class, you sit at your job, you sit at home, like Mm -hmm. you're just sitting constantly. And if you, you know, just take the time to go on a couple of walks here and there, he would always make me do 20,000 steps a day and send him screenshots from my phone of me Mm -hmm. doing 20,000 steps a day. I remember because you would call me on the phone and be like, okay, I have to get up and walk. I have 5,000 more steps I have to get while we're on the phone. Which that helped a lot too, because I remember I would call you, yeah. I would call Ashlyn, I would call Holly, I would call my mom and be like, I have to walk 15,000 steps. Like, do you want to talk for like 30 minutes? Um, yeah. But my next one is something kind of similar. Um, okay. My, I would like to eat healthier. Oh, that's um, my next one too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it the same thing? Well, mine's just to make better food choices, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not about, thing. you know. Yeah. It's not about losing weight. It's not about anything like that. It's, I feel different when I eat different foods, just right. as everyone does. And you feel, I better, feel better when you eat healthier yeah. foods. Like, you just feel better. Like, I remember when I was in grad school and going to Pure Bar every day and like eating really good food. Like, I felt so, I slept better. I had yes, more energy. Yes. I felt so much better. But instead of, like I said, because it's scary, especially as someone who's lazy and overweight, me, not you, me, um, <laughs> it's scary I'm to say, I'm lazy and like, overweight. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it's scary to say, okay, this is going to be a diet and, and you're going to go no, and you're going to no, do this no. and cut this out and do this and, you know, be really no. extreme because I was extreme like that and I lost a lot of weight. But whenever I tried to incorporate that back into normal life, I gained all the weight back. So right. I'm just kind of, yes, weight loss probably will happen alongside of it, but I'm not focusing Which is on, awesome. I'm not focusing on a number. I'm not focusing on the scale moving. I'm focusing right. on feeling better so I think that mindset will help me make healthier food choices like don't get french fries don't eat fast food don't eat fried food for lunch you know like make the effort to go to the grocery store and and make your meals that way you don't give yourself that excuse of oh well I didn't make anything so I have to go get Fusaklis or you know what I'm saying so I'm with you on that healthier food choices yes yeah, and I've already kind of set myself up for failure for it because of my living situation. I don't really have a full kitchen. Luckily, I have like a couple of like smaller appliances. Like I just got an air fryer for Christmas, so hopefully I'll knock that out and be like cooking a lot of stuff in You'll there. You'll have to let me know um, how the air fryer goes. I got Booker and Patrick an air fryer for Christmas. so. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to go great. I watch two beauty gurus who are obsessed with it, so I'm really? clearly going to be obsessed with it. Well, if you like it and you make healthier choices, I might go buy one. So you have to let me know. Okay. Yeah, totally. But um, what is your next resolution? Uh, so my last two are kind of similar, but the next one is just um, to be better to myself um, in a way that I mean, like, you're always your worst enemy. You're always your worst mm-hmm. critic. Um, I think very negative things about myself all the time. Um, Not to get really deep, but I mean, I just think as humans, that's what we do. So I put myself down a lot um, because I don't see myself through other people's eyes. I see myself through like my own judgmental eyes of, oh, well, she's this or she's that or, you know, like really toxic, bad thoughts about myself. So 
I want to try and when I feel myself doing that, I want to try and be more cognizant of the thoughts that I'm thinking about myself specifically so that I can get in a better mental state to learn to love myself instead of hating myself yeah. for all the things that, that I have negative, that I feel negatively toward myself. So trying to change the the speech inside of my head from being like a negative into more of a positive. So have, I don't know if you do, but have you thought about journaling and kind of keeping track of those thoughts and trying to adjust those thoughts? No, but maybe I should. So you just, what, I would just write them down every time I have one or what? Well, it's more of like being conscious of it and like getting it out kind of thing. Be like, I've been feeling this way or I've been thinking this why am I thinking yeah. that? Here are some steps I can go to like kind of circumvent that or, uh, or different steps that. to take yeah. to overcome it. Yeah. And so maybe I'll start I doing that because I didn't really beneficial. have a plan of attack for doing that. So that would probably be a good way to do it. I have enough notebooks laying around because I have a stationary yeah. problem, but <laughs> so yeah. I could just and pick up without having like school, this is a great way to break back into that. I love that idea. So I'll probably start doing that. Um, my next one is kind of similar. Okay. What is it? It's um, develop better coping mechanisms. I like that. Um, yeah, we're going real deep. Like, I wrote I think I, I know. Driving. <laughs> I had 12 hours in a car. I was like, what are my resolutions? Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel you. <laughs> okay. I think I have good ones um, for the most part. I think they're so much better than they used to be. Mm-hmm. But there's always room for improvement um and for the most part when i'm having like a bad day like it's a bad mental day everything is just not working Mm -hmm. i just i normally just let myself have it and i'm like it'll pass like just have it it's fine Mm -hmm. you can go back to normal life tomorrow you don't need to do that today but there have been times in the past few weeks where it doesn't go away and I'm just like, what do I do now? It normally just goes away. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding ways to kind of work through that. And of course, it's something I would talk about in therapy and try and, you know, find ways with the help of professional guidance. Um, right. But I think it would be beneficial in the long run. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think everybody could use work on that, honestly. Um, because unless you see someone who is trained in that, it is easy to fall back into bad habits. So, oh yeah, I'm pro therapy. Everyone. Yes. A hundred percent. Even if you don't feel like you need it, I promise you they'll help you with something. Um, my last one is basically because my mom says this all the time. So I feel like I don't do enough self-reflection to kind of see myself, but obviously like she sees me as not me, but as her daughter. So she said it a lot this year and it kind of struck a chord. So I feel like next year I just want to give more to myself. Um, I'm always giving so much of myself to other people. Um, And so I just want to try and work on putting some of that effort back into myself. Um, You know, like I go above and beyond for everyone else and and drop everything I'm doing for everyone else and um if somebody's like oh I need you to do this I'm like okay I'm there instead of thinking 
is that really a good place for me to do, you know, like just having that cognizance of is that going to be beneficial for my mental health and for my well-being to give that much of me all of the time like I need to keep some of that for myself Um, because I don't do that at all right now so to try and give more to myself and I agree with you and I agree with your mom because I see it too you are insanely selfless and giving and loving and you know it sucks that you don't see how we see you Mm-hmm. Because you are such an amazing person. And, oh, I love you. Thank you know, I'm like constantly shocked by your kindness. Um, and that self reflection would be really helpful for you. And, you know, loving yourself and finding the time for you. And, you know, journaling could help with that and understanding your mindset with that and just yeah. taking those actions to focus on you. I think so too. I think along with the other one of um, being better to myself, I think it'll open myself up to be able to give more to myself because I feel like that's kind of a, a, a mechanism for me to cope with not loving myself is to just give more and more and more to other people. So I think if I start working on myself and trying to love myself more, that effort towards myself will become easier wow we got really deep wow sorry i know i'm crying (laughs) i know me too i'm trying not to cry okay Um, did you have another one you said you had another one yeah i have my final one um all i wrote was do what i want i like um and that really extends to everything yeah um, I, I've had this mindset for a long time of I am going to do whatever I want. Like, it doesn't matter what other people think. But subconsciously, there are some things that I feel I'm still hooked on of what society thinks I should do and what, yep. you know, other people think I should do. For example, right. um, like what age you're supposed to be married and oh, own a house too. and too. all mm-hmm. of these things. They Societal pressure. Two, it's hard, especially yeah. as we're getting older. I feel like we feel it more. I can totally yeah, see that. And also yeah. like what kind of job I'm supposed to have. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these things. And I'm working really hard on letting those go. Yeah. And because I don't, I don't have a desire to have a family. Right. I don't see the point in owning a home and I don't I hate working so much that I don't give a shit if you like what I'm doing or not like I need to get those thoughts out of my head yeah and just do whatever is gonna make me the happiest I 100% agree with that because I think it just becomes more prevalent as you get older I can say that especially like me being a female um, family members will love to comment on that kind of stuff. Like, when are you getting married? You're getting a little older. Yeah. Shouldn't you be having kids by now? Like, you know, so trying to break that mold of, yeah, I probably would like to have kids, but I don't know if that's in the cards for me and accepting that and accepting that, you know, I'm the caretaker for my mom. So my life isn't how I thought it was going to be when I'm going into my thirties. Like, you know, so right. having to come to terms with, I think with what you when you were younger thought your life was going to be versus what it is now I think we're just at that age where we're processing that like these societal hopes and dreams that everyone has for all of their kids like we're at that age now where it's like 
that might not be my path and I need to be okay with that. So I 100% agree with that. You should do whatever makes you happy and not give a rat's ass what anyone else thinks because it's your life and you only have a certain amount of time to live it. So it's pointless to try and make other people happy when you're not happy yourself, you know? So I'm glad that you're, I'm glad that you're doing that because I think that'll make a lot of difference in how you treat yourself and how you feel about yourself. If you find something that makes you happy, I agree with you on that. Thank you. Ooh, wow. I know. I, I, I can't. (laughs) I know. I didn't know I was going to cry. I'm either. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Originally, we planned to kind of like talk about 2019 and the journey it's been, but we don't really have time for it. But something we do want to touch on is we just wanted to say thank you to anyone who's listened to any episode of this podcast. Um, This was something we had wanted to do for many, many years, and we finally found a way a way to make it come to fruition in 2019 and Mm -hmm. we just want to thank you for coming on this journey with us and listening with us because it's something that has brought a lot of joy for us yeah I 100% agree with that um I'm so happy that we finally took the plunge and did this and I'm happy to know there's people who actually do listen to us so um We appreciate that. Even if it's, you know, one or two people, it doesn't really matter to us. Just the fact that we're able to do it and put it out there for anybody who might want to listen to it um, and support us. It just really means the world. So we're really excited for 2020 to keep, you know, the podcast rolling. Um, If you're listening and you have suggestions of episodes that you might want to hear, shoot us a message. Um, If you know us personally, text us. If not... You can use our uh, our Twitter account at now throwback and just let us know what you want to hear from us in 2020. We're really excited for more podcasting in the new year. <laughs> oh yes, uh, but do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for our throwback of the week. Ooh, throwback of the year, the week, the end of the year. <laughs> oh whoa! Wait, if we're gonna get that deep, it's throwback of the decade. Oh my god. Wow, wait, okay, wait, wait. Wow. Maybe we should the change. The last throwback what our of throwback the decade. Is. Oh my god, wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> the last throwback of the decade. Like we've been doing this for years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um so our throwback of the year, we we had an original plan to talk about our favorite New Year's Eve celebration, but after like realizing it's a, kind of a throwback of the decade, we're going to do yeah. our favorite year of the decade. Jessica, what is yours? I want to say 2014 was probably my favorite year of the decade because you and I were super close. I think you were still in Mobile in 2014, right? Yeah, I finished uh, undergrad that year. Yeah, so you and I were super close. It was my first year of grad school. Um, I enjoyed everything I was doing that year, and I just felt like that was probably one of my happiest years of this decade was 2014. What about you? I love that. I think mine is 2012. It was my most active year. Mm -hmm. I was going to the gym six days a week. I had a lot of self-discovery and Mm self-growth and self-love that year that really kind of... uh, started my whole self-love journey and coming Mm -hmm. 
to be more of myself, I think that year was kind of the pivotal part and the breakthrough for it. Yeah. And so 2012 is always that best year for me. I love that. Well, don't forget to tell us your favorite year of the decade and maybe even why with the hashtag now throwback. And you can follow us on Twitter with the at, at, with the at, 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 at now throwback. (laughs) Listen, it's new. I'm not used to saying it. I know. True. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, we would love for you guys to go and rate and review our podcast. Um, Just take a few minutes. It doesn't even have to be anything, you know, super long paragraphy. Just what you think, um, if you like it or not. It really helps us get discovered on the platform. So we would love for you guys to do that for us. Um, Pretty pleased with sugar on top. (laughs) Yeah, but thanks for hanging out with us for another episode. We hope you guys enjoyed our New Year's Eve episode um, and that you... Have some great time on your New Year's Eve, whatever your plans may be, going to bed early or going to a party. Um, And we will catch you in 2020. (laughs) TTYL. Bye.